Hello and welcome to the Insider Information Podcast. I'm Janelle. And I'm Caitlin. And this is an unfiltered personal diary of conversations between us. So suit up, grab your tea, because we're about to reveal some classified information. So something that is very interesting and has been brought to my mind of recent is the fact that during COVID, every single person was super productive. Well, people say that they were super productive, um, but we don't actually know if that's the truth. <laughs> and um, also just because they've been posting on Instagram to say that they were productive individuals, obviously preparing themselves for post-COVID. Now that we're here during the season, I can absolutely tell you that I was not one of those individuals. Um, <laughs> It was so challenging to try and stay on top of things. I really thought that, oh, yeah, I have a lot of time now. So I have all the time in the world to be productive, to hit and do the courses that I need to do. And besides just doing the courses that I need to do, um, being organized with, like, dreams and goals and things that I actually wanted to achieve, um, regardless of how the year has clearly turned out. Mm So doing that and feeling the pressure of all those things has really started to affect me in the way that I felt so out of balance. Like, how do I actually try and establish some sort of stability in my life? I don't know. Did you experience these types of things during that time or even just now after COVID? Um. Definitely not during COVID. I can tell you that. <laughs> I feel like for part of it, I was very unproductive, especially the beginning part of it. I I, I was a um, like a restaurant hostess before, so obviously when the mm. restaurants closed and stuff like that, I had no work. So firstly, I had no work pressure. I'm not studying, so I had no like course pressure. I wasn't doing anything. Mm-hmm. So I was straight up chilling. <laughs> Um, And so I definitely had no pressure, but obviously as time was going by and I was doing nothing, it caused Mm. me to like, you know, kind of start stressing out about like, what am I doing? Where am I going? What's happening? And um, in a a way that could be the pressure that I was feeling of just like trying to figure out what's next for me and like having to like apply for other things um, got Mm. to me and I felt that that sort of pressure but definitely not the keeping busy type of pressure that you felt Mm. yeah but I think mm -hmm. that was that is something that um we spoke about a lot yes (laughs) like because there was a point in time where I felt like everybody else around me was was being very productive with their time Mm -hmm. and um because I'm used to that like because I'm used to always being be okay this is the way my time is going and this is where I can see yeah. I have made progress and this type of thing like suddenly when you have a gap and it's a forceful gap of not doing something um you start to feel so much pressure and I was like no I can't deal with this please help me like yeah. what is actually going on so I felt the pressure to do a lot of things that I'm currently doing now which is fine I think it worked out in the long run like the <laughs> really long run <laughs> back then six months ago you would not have told me this but it's um, definitely an uphill battle type vibe <laughs> oh, <laughs> in an uphill battle 
But um, I honestly would have never been okay with nothing. And mm. you, I remember I was driving and I parked in the little car park, underground car park and I phoned you and I was like, just can't handle this anymore. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> And you were like, no, this is draining your energy and it's not something that's very good for you. And it's okay also not to do anything. It's okay to not be doing anything and being okay with it. And I just remember like those words really starting to sink in in my mind. Yeah. And I was like, wow, Danelle seems really balanced at this point in time (laughs) in her life. And I'm like, what is she doing? I think it's because I get chapped. I think it's because I, you know, I, I had a year like that. I had that year of like mm. intense pressure, and I felt like, even though I was busy doing things, I felt like I was doing nothing, and it was just adding more pressure onto like everything. And I felt this need within me to do stuff, to keep busy mm. all the time with random things sometimes, but I had to do it because being at home, just sitting. I mean, obviously, even though I was going to be at home, I wasn't going to do absolutely nothing. But just that thought of like yeah. being at home, doing nothing like useful, that was crazy. Like that was scary. And it just pressured me to like keep busy. So when I learned that and over- like I had the whole overcoming that scary year for me, I just mm. was so much more at ease with like the idea of doing quote unquote nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is that is the issue. So how did you, I suppose, like unwind? How did, Besides the fact that you were very comfortable with the fact that nothingness is still productive in and of itself, yeah. how did you, what are some things that you did to yeah. sort of get you to a state where this is my normal and I'm okay with this? And you're not too easy into it, like if somebody mm-hmm. had to ask you. Yeah, I think I found things or I kept busy with things that I actually enjoyed doing that was like a big Mm. thing that even though you I was busy still I didn't feel that that ugly feeling of like you know what am I doing and why am I doing this and that kind of thing that adds pressure to your plate but Mm. um yeah I just found stuff to do that I enjoyed and whether it was like small things like maybe exercising every morning or meditating in the morning or whatever it is Mm. I did that because I was like that's something I need to include into my day because that's what I enjoy doing and so it's going to make me feel better about my day so there's definitely like one of the big things that I think I ended up doing yeah no for sure I I can tell you resonate with that because um it's funny how all these like menial tasks like smallest tasks become like the biggest things that actually make you feel more comfortable in the grand scheme of things, if that makes yeah. sense. So, like, just making sure that you actually have, like, at least five minutes in the morning for yourself yeah. before, even though, like, you're, before your day starts, even though you're going to be like, oh, I'm not actually doing anything for this mm. day. But at least you've had the five minutes to be intentional and, like, aware of mm. yourself and taken time to just be like, okay, I'm anti-prepping myself for what this day is actually about to unfold. I think one of the biggest things for me was um, I started getting back into yoga. And it's a weird thing. And I could pull off the track again and you're like, oh, I don't actually know if this works anymore or Mm. uh, meditation because I honestly feel like it shifts every single time. Like the same workouts that 
we used to do back then don't yeah. necessarily give me so much joy anymore yes. and um now I'm like oh that's so weird like I thought this was supposed to work like this is supposed mm. to just kick in in terms of when I feel like I've lost track of what I'm doing and so um I had to really start to rediscover some things for myself and be so aware of what is what are the new things what are the new systems that actually make me unwind and like um feel more at ease because my biggest thing was like actually sleeping and sleeping well Mm. so I started playing white noise when I sleep because I love the sound of being on an airplane like it makes me happy it's like I'm going somewhere. I don't know why. It's so interesting. Like, did I actually know this about you? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like, I love that. I don't know. Like, I love white noise. It makes me, like, want to pass out sleeping. I think it's because I always used to, like, um, I associated with, like, either coming home from roads or, Mm. like, going back because I was like, I can't stay at home anymore. I just want to go, like, go back to my other home in town. Um, but those are some of the things that I mm. started to implement because I was like, oh, I really need to start grounding myself again and like yeah. get this product to train because it's really not helping me. I think that also another thing was I realized, I don't know when I realized, it's not a, like a recent um, like discovery about myself, but I realized I really enjoy my mornings. I really enjoy like mm. having a good, a good breakfast and having a cup of coffee or a cup of tea in the morning and just taking time for myself because usually like the mornings are the quietest times of like in the house where my mom and my dad would go to work and my sister would be doing her own thing whatever but it's just a time for myself and I take advantage fully of like mornings mm. like I would try and keep my mornings open as often as possible because I know that I love just embracing everything that happens in the morning like waking up and you know, just being thankful for the day and kind of starting your day off right. Like I'm all for starting your day off properly and like with a good mindset and stuff. So I, that was also another thing, like knowing that I was going to wake up the next morning, even if I had a really bad day, knowing I was going to wake up the next morning and I could restart my day thinking better and being better and having a better mindset made me, had the sense, I had the sense of ease when I went to bed like okay tomorrow is another another day and I will have that morning to feel better about myself and you know that type of thing really helped me as well Mm. I think also like um when this nothingness starts to set in or when you decide you're not going to be part of like the productivity chain let's just call it that for Mm. now the sense of nothingness sort of like makes you it's it forces you to do a lot of like introspection and mm-hmm. reflecting on life and you face with yourself a lot yeah and so I think the most important thing is like always to handle yourself with care mm-hmm. because you know like you need to literally emotionally support yourself like emotionally hold yourself so I always try mm. and like imagine myself and I'm like oh here's little Caitlin and she I need to emotionally <laughs> support her along this journey mm. and because it is a confronting one it is one that is so different from the others it's mm. not like oh I'm gonna become an entrepreneur and I'm gonna start this new thing it's not like you you 
are doing something that is still in line with what society is saying mm. it's kind of like you've taken a complete break mm. and being able to do that and like really confront yourself during all of those moments you really need to have some sort of systems that are foolproof that can work yeah. and like but you obviously through the journey though you had discovered the fact that you actually enjoy the mornings and then yes. the mornings brought you joy so it's confronting things but it's still like a self-discovery and joyful experience mm. as the whole I think that's very nice and very useful because at yeah. least that's the one thing that you can say nothing that brings you at least it brings you the fact that you learn more about yourself when you're doing self-healing and you're that's doing all so these things true. so yeah I think it's so funny actually is that we call it nothingness when it's not nothingness, you know yeah. what I mean? Like we're just calling it nothingness in the sense that we're not doing any, we don't have like real jobs, like if I can put it like that, or we don't, I don't know, we're not busy <laughs> at work like yeah. normal people are. <laughs> and so we call it nothingness. But it's funny because my sister and I were actually talking and you know how sometimes we'll like pick someone and be like, you know, what are you doing? What are you up to? Whatever. And then they'll like reply, nothing. And then my sister and I were like, we don't get that response. We don't get like, what does nothing mean? Like if you're sitting on your bed, then you're sitting on your bed. You're not doing nothing. Mm. Or if you're watching TV, some people say they do nothing, but then they're actually watching TV or they, you know, I don't know, reading a book. But then it's like, but you're not doing nothing. But your response is I'm doing nothing. So why do we take those little things for granted also? Like, why do we not include those little things into our day and like acknowledge all the things that we're doing if I brush my teeth in the morning and someone asks me, what did I do today? I'm like, I brushed my teeth. Like, you know what I mean? Because it's something that I did today. I didn't do nothing. I didn't just lay there. Yeah. My bl- mind was black and my, you mm. know. So it's actually yeah. so funny that we actually call it nothing. Nothing. But it's mm. actually, there's so much we fill up our day with. Like even you were saying today, like when we were on a video call and you were like, um, you don't even know like how your day went or like what you did today. It was just like the end of the day again because you're like so busy yeah. with all these things, even though you consider yourself doing sort of nothing in a way, mm. which is so crazy. It really is. It truly and truly is because I think it also has to do a lot with like what we actually pride ourselves in doing and what society mm. and other people say productive product productivity to the other <laughs> productivity <laughs> actually is and in comparison to all the things that are very important to us like breathing mm-hmm. and actually taking a time to check in with your body doing body scans and things like that checking in with yourself is so important yeah. but it's not praised it's not something that is like have you checked in with yourself today have you actually seen if you've had some water so that is that is that is some of the the challenges that we have it's like a societal conflict in actual fact but hopefully yeah. it can start to shift for sure I think once you take a break of doing things that you keep busy with and once you um, realize that you don't have to fill up your day with a million things um, to feel mm. like accomplished or achieved for the day then you actually get time to kind of reflect on what you actually enjoy doing and what you don't and like how to go about your day so that at the end of it you feel fulfilled in all aspects not just that you've completed tasks or something like that very very true so 
it would be very interesting to hear what some of our listeners um systems ways or i don't even know how to say that some of these systems are (laughs) that help them out of this nothingness phase that they feel is unproductive and besides helping them out of it how do they deal with what they can find during their nothingness we should actually find a different word so people should let us know what should we start to call (laughs) (laughs) what should we start to call this quotes nothingness from now onwards yes that would be really interesting we'd love to hear what you guys are thinking um, and on that note, that brings our episode to an end. And we'd love to chat with you guys and engage with you guys more on this topic. Please make sure to subscribe to our podcast so that you never miss an episode. Share with your friends and family. And you can also leave a review to let us know what you think. Make sure to follow us on our Instagram at Tanaldebet and at Kcraft9. We'll also be in the description. You can DM us your thoughts. Let us know whether you enjoy the content and any topics you'd like us to discuss. We post snippets of upcoming episodes on our Instagram so you never miss a beat with what's coming next. Thank you for listening. See you next Sunday.